so the other day I posted some IG stories to kind of pump up my uh, B&H webinar on sharing everything about Instagram, right? Because I'm going to do that, like my photographer's guide to Instagram in 2021. So I was trying to like show my statistics to more to show evidence that like I have experience growing my account in this new algorithm climate. And someone else took it as like, oh, you know everything, you think you know everything, all this stuff, blah, 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 all this stuff. I use hashtags, they don't work, all this stuff. And I did like a once over in his account. It's like, I really, and I told him like, hey, dude, like I, I understand your frustration. Um, but I think what I'm going to share in this webinar is that there's certain ways to apply the, the tactics that you're already trying so that you can actually get traction. So I look over at his account. And he is a street photographer, and he's using hashtags like street photography, which oh has like 9.8 million posts, and he only has 200 <laughs> followers. So I was like, this is this is where it's kind of like blind leading the blind because he's learning hash use hashtags of somebody else. Yeah. And then, but basically, I posted this story. Half the people said like, yes, yes, you know, fire, like, and they 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 subscribe to like the, yeah. the countdown, and then that guy blocked oh me. Oh my gosh. So, so that's, it's one of the funny things that like Instagram stories are pretty powerful because they can either really like make people like you more or like make people yes. hate you. I think most of my, most of my IG blocks where people block me or I block them are in response to Oh my gosh, that is story. so true. That is really true. A lot. <laughs> so several of mine that I've blocked came from stories and then like being racist in my stories or for you sometimes being yeah. ableist um yeah, yeah it's or or even just trying to like take a stance on something that that people may disagree on like it, it's one of those things where people don't want to see people disagreeing with their they think it's a they think that the story is made specifically for them i'm like it's not made for you i have like twenty seven thousand people that i'm trying to just impart like what i think is the best my, my belief my best practice but it doesn't mean it's gonna work for everybody so you have to like take it with a grain of salt and like you know yeah. consume content with a filter but people are like no 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 and then they get mad so it's yeah I think today we're going to talk about why Instagram stories are so powerful. Yep, that is our focus today. Hey, my name is Reggie Ballesteros. And I'm Iram Datoan, and this is the Focus Shoot Develop podcast. And we're here to help you level up your content game in IG, TikTok, YouTube, or whatever platform you're on. And I think it's like one of the things that will really help your account growth. And yeah, it's a it's a strong tool. Like Instagram stories are underutilized, I think, for some people. But at the same time, I think people are realizing the power of um, stories and how it can create a community bigger than actually bigger or better than what your post can do. Because your post does the big reach while stories pulls people in. And yeah, um, we're just going to talk about stories of stories or things that we do that are powerful, makes a big difference in the community, in the audience that we connect with. So like one of my favorite things is like telling people why it's powerful and i'll just t tell the story of what that means and why it's such a strong tool and i think this goes back to branding and it's like when people show up people like it people like to see you and kind of create a relationship and one of the ways is using stories to create that relationship build trust and engage the community in a different way and 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it's so. Yeah. Why, why do you why do you think why do you think it feels more engaging though? Like I know the answer, but like for 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 the people on this, like what why do you think it's more engaging as opposed to you know uh, posting a carousel or an Instagram reel that shows your face? Why do you think posting a story has a more engaging effect? Um, I think it it creates and builds that relationship, and people feel like they have a relationship with you because of it, and they get to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. They get to see who you are, what you do. Um, it's like a little sneak peek into your life. For sure. Just like if you were to watch a celebrity's Insta stories, you feel like you're there. You feel like you're mm-hmm. experiencing their life with them. It's weird. but And I think that's how it builds that story. And it's a way for also other people to interact with you through DMs. Um, I actually used to. Uh, this was before... Uh, Instagram changed the way story DMs went to all requests in your request box. Story DMs used to just go straight to your inbox. And that was one of the ways that I would connect with people who mm. didn't know me. And this was my tactic. E- yes, I it was just an easy... Yeah. <laughs> I think this is how you met, how I met you as you started <laughs> responding to stuff. And I was like... Who is this dude who's DMing me about my stories like every single time I share something? I'm like, whatever. But now look look at where we are. Yeah, and that's how you do it. (laughs) But yeah, that's how I used to like kind of help grow my account and get people to notice me was through stories. And I would just reply, like react. I won't even Mm -hmm. say a word. I would just react because that reaction gets you in their yeah. inbox before yeah, yeah, now yeah. it's different they it shoots you to the request box but that's how i used to do it and it got me connected it got me connected with people that i didn't think i would get connected with when i was at 500 followers yeah. i was connected with people who had 2000 or 5000 yeah no for sure um, yeah because people are showing up their personality in it um it really is a way to kind of if someone else is utilizing stories in that and to share personal things outside of their content, it is a way um, to build relationships based on commonalities. So first, first of all, I'd like to, I'd like to note that don't go out being super selfish. Like don't, that, that's not the, the cool way. Don't just be self-serving. Yes. But if you really want to build relationships no. with people that you don't personally know, um, but maybe you're a fan of their content or whatever, um, and you align with something they're sharing on their stories that is personal, it really does actually can lead to things happening, uh, real friendships, real connections. So for example, um, one of the long time, uh, like, people I've been following on Instagram for like maybe like at least like half the decade. Um, she She's a lifestyle and brand photographer and she posts a, a lot of Fujifilm stuff. So originally that's kind of why I followed her for the beginning. But then um, after I became an Instagram, or not Instagram, a Fujifilm uh, a f- creator, like an ambassador, um, I was, you know, a little bit closer in the network to her and she had posted a story uh, relating to like, it was just like a little meme thing about um, kind of just like raising kids. And I have a kid too. So I just responded to it and, uh, you know, she responded back and just kind of just was casual conversation at first. But then eventually it just led into something that um, we would connect over having kids and, and talking about that kind of stuff. Then it kind of led more into like how having kids affects being a photographer and being a brand kind of like somebody that does like brand partnerships and all this stuff. And then eventually I just asked, like she shared something about uh, like yeah. her moment affiliate link. And I was like, Hey, 
I'm curious, like, what's your relationship with them? And then it just kind of led to one thing to another. And now I'm in talks of, you know, working with Moment to do some type of collaboration for creating creating courses to, to be hosted on their website. So it's just like, it's one of those things where it's just like, if you come at it, like, it's actually like one of the better ways to build like community yeah. and friendships on Instagram. And it still always comes down to that one thing. Like when, even when you're just finding a job, it's like who you know, your network is going to be the most important thing as opposed to you can create all this crazy content and followership. But if you don't leverage that followership to do something else, whether either to monetize, create networks or something, it doesn't really go anywhere. But like, you know, just from responding to a DM about a meme about having kids somehow led to me, trying to develop and create, you know, revenue streams using my content that I already do. But because yeah. I was introed by somebody who was already in there, that that's what happened. It's And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't just say like, ah, that's funny, you know, like that, that it's as simple as that. So if you come in it with, with a just personal connection, eventually sometimes you'll just ha- luckily luck into certain things like this, like yeah. certain opportunities that you can just capitalize on because that person trusts you or they trust your content or yeah. So again, you still have to build everything yeah. ahead of time and you also have to just generally be a likable and like good person. But mm-hmm. DMs is one of those things where you just, it really brings out opportunities if, if, if you just seek them out. Yeah. And as uh, Reggie said, don't go in asking for something. Go in just relating. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, I think I do have, I do have a specific. Yeah. If somebody like posts something like asking you to like reply, then yes. sure reply. But don't. I've already, I've had a lot of stories where I'll like post one thing, like ask a question about this, like you know, like ask me a personal question, and then people will start asking me like, hey, I need this help on this lens, blah blah blah. Like that's obviously self-serving without doing anything. So yeah, don't yes. self-serve. But if you are trying to get help from somebody that has a brand that they're trying to help people, I also don't agree with, hey, how's your day? How's the weather like? How are your kids doing? And then asking like, but really I need your help to look over my Instagram account. Like th- that's not really the correct flow. Don't do that in like two to three messages. It's not the right way. Like you want to actually prove that this person likes you first. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Those are like the most DMs that we get. I feel like what's the best thing that I should get? What's the best camera for every photographer in the world and the best lens for it? And if if you guys are noticing your trend, stories and DMs are pretty much almost in tandem relation, I think, just because that's like the next level is usually you respond or, or react to a story with the DM, which, yeah, I think what you're saying is before you can just even like react to it and it will send them a dm mm-hmm. now it just does that thing where it just shows up on their on their inbox all right like we'll request box, inbox request box it's like no because you know how they have like the oh reaction. yeah like if you react like like laugh it just shows on up the on corner. the story it doesn't show up in their dms yeah. anymore yeah know? which is kind of unfortunate but um yeah uh yeah it is unfortunate because that's how i used to grow and that's how i got connected with reggie um and look at where it is now but yeah. it was more about creating that relationship and building that up, really understanding the other person's personality and finding yeah. where you can connect with them. Yeah. That's a skill too. So let's talk about like stories and how we can get people to notice us, people to like see us. Yeah. 
Because you can you can yeah. use stories to grow, right? I mean, like, because I think I always preach, like, oh, stories are not really about growth. And the way that I use it is generally not about growth. But I think you've had experience growing yeah. brands, especially something outside of a personal brand, more of like an actual Correct. awareness of a business. Like, what does that strategy look like? Yeah, so I um, am also a social media manager, and I do uh, the... So uh, managing of this uh, pizza place. So it's a restaurant brand. Um, and we have three other restaurants, uh, a sushi place, a Filipino American place, and a, a pizza place that we just started um, hmm. this month. Uh, actually, last month, but uh, opening this month. The Instagram went up January like 10 or something. And I was like, this is going to be my experiment account where I just post on stories and we will do one post in our page and we were we're just going to show up on every single person's story that works for this place um because our Filipino American uh restaurant has like almost yeah. 7000 followers the other one the sushi place has like 1500 and they're all different uh audiences so I was like we're just going to show up to people's stories and the the chefs I just told them, this is what we're going to do. And because of that, we went from zero to 500 in like two weeks, one post, but we were in stories almost every single day. And what I would do is when we're making something, when we're showing our process, we are just taking photos all the time. And when we post it, we tag every single person that is relevant to that, whether it's the chefs, whether it's the mm -hmm. other restaurants. And we hide the, the tags. We hide them, like make them small, throw it up to the side. Um, that's like my story thing. Like when I do hashtags and also tags, that's what I do. Um, and then they would reshare it on their own pages. So now that one story that like could be shown only 500 people, right? So about maybe a hundred people seeing the story. Now it's being shown to an audience of 7,000, an audience of 1,500, the chef's personal brand. That's like maybe 2000 and another chef and another person. So now my reach that was probably 200 if I only shared it there. Now it's getting like yeah. 10,000 people to see it. Yeah. And here, and I think the cool thing is here, you can see the the converse of what I just said. So instead of building a relationship with the person, you're leveraging the relationships of the people mm -hmm. you already know that do have established audiences exactly. to reshare another account. So it's one yeah. of those things where if you are a new photographer or a new creator and you don't have many established audience yet, but you have friends or collaborators that you do know, like yeah. that's, that's, that's the power. If you share something worth sharing um, or you ask people to share, so you, you tag them in your story and you, you have them reshare, like mm -hmm. you can grow immensely yeah. with that stuff. And I can, I'll even talk about like my own experience in that is when I posted, the first time I posted um, what happens after a shoot. So like talks about like file management, what you do and all that. That system was created by Julia mm -hmm. Trotty. So I sh threw it up on my stories, tagged her. She shared it. This was when I was at uh, 3,000 or less than 3,000 followers. And 
I remember Reggie messaging me the other day or the following day or two days after. I was like, what is this spike? I was like, Julia Trotty shared my uh, post. And from that. Yeah, because I, I look at. <laughs> yeah. We, we look at each other's growth, um, the growth med- stats online. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to get this 300 spike, dude? Like, tell me. It, it was the. <laughs> It was Julia Trotty sharing. Um, it was you can still see, I can still see that spike. Is it was a big spike because she shared it and she has like uh, a a lot of followers on Instagram and they're loyal. Yeah, and they're not. And the the cool thing is they're not currently aware of you. Correct. Like that's that's the one thing is if you can recognize somebody that is in your network or who might have a network that's interested in your content that's relevant mm-hmm. to that person, just tag them and share it. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. It doesn't always happen, though. Like, the other day, I, I tried to tag DSLR Shooter YouTube channel, like Caleb Pike and Aiden Robbins, which yeah. are two YouTubers that I know who really advocate for, like, the Rode Video Micro for video work. They, did, they didn't yeah. reshare. Uh, but yeah. but I think... But, it, but it's... it's uh, Hey, wait. I, I was curious. If you use the tag sticker versus the mention yeah. in text, do those react differently? I don't know. Like, does... does I think it's the same. Because I feel like I've been using the tag sticker more recently and not many people have been sharing. But when I write their name in the the, the text and tag them, like an at mention, yeah, it, it gets that seems to get, I think I have to test that because that might be one of the differences because I'll do something like the other day, Brian Muneer, a Fujifilm extra driver, landscape photographer, he posted this like super cool photo where it looks like it was in Mars. So I just shared like, hey, you know, Brian Muneer makes me want to go to Mars. And then he reshared it. And then once he does that, the people yeah. who don't know about me that are maybe Fujifilm photographers too, they'll follow me. I'll get a little, a little spike just because mm-hmm. um, an untapped audience is discovering me. So it's, that's one of those things that helps. um, Exactly. Yeah. And I've, don't be annoying when you're tagging, uh, other creators (laughs) this is a the 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 real truth is if you start tagging me and iram all the time without any real merit or value we will not reshare and this is the same if you you notice yeah yeah and the other thing too is like there's been one i I forgot her name but she's been resharing her reels and tagging us in it and sometimes i'll share her because she's one of the few who's taking taking action based on what we teach so i i shared her one time and i'm sure she got a little spike from it because they're like who is this person that's doing reels now but it's one of those things where if you Mm -hmm. i'm not making promises to you people but if you take if you take what ira and i teach and we're proud of you we might reshare it that that's like that's the best way to to get into good graces of like someone that's sharing content with you yes. don't just share it like without any type of remix or testimonial i think that's what it is because sometimes people say like oh i've been following reggie reggie's tips to create reels they're li- they really are like powerful and then they'll tag me in the in the mention of the story and then i might reshare it but if you're just sharing reels every day and mentioning mm-hmm. me it like without any real you know shout out like what is that person's benefit yep. to resharing your thing other than obviously you just want any more exposure so you kind of have to think about it it has to be like a i don't like life to be transactional but in these types of instances you can't make it look like it's just all about you correct you have to give or you are sharing that this person is giving to you and you're benefiting from it or not benefiting but in a way that it's helping you develop and yeah i mean that's what we do here yeah so yeah it makes a big difference like last night, I had a friend who he was taking photos or he's hanging out with a friend who's doing a mural and he just like put his arm up like and took a photo of his friend through his arm. So like it created a subframe. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, I saw so that. I shared it. I didn't know if that was real or not. It looked like it was like Photoshop. I was like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> but he did that, and then he create he put like a red box around it, which is like things that Reggie yeah. and I do when we're showing work. But yeah, it's funny, yeah. and people are teaching even what we're teaching in real. So that's the thing. It's like how can how can you show up not just in your own stories. But in other people's stories, yeah. So, and that—that's the really kind of like the growth hack. Like most of the time, the the way that I'm going to share right now is basically it's more for like personal branding, creating brand awareness, or creating kind of like something more unique to your audience in, in addition to your content. But again, yeah, if if you start sharing things that are relevant, or resharing, or having people encouraging people to share, that's the way to grow on Instagram stories because it does bypass some of the algorithmic things as long as they're sh- they have a network that follows them but i think right now right isn't there isn't there a, a rumor that they're going to get rid of feed post shares no. that that yeah they're they're testing it they're basically testing to see that like you cannot reshare someone's post to or your own post to your story what and that's going to be a big hit to it's going to be a yeah. big hit that's like yeah. cr- straight up kryptonite to why this is powerful so we'll we'll see what happens but, but before um, they do that the start take, sharing take advantage stuff. of this <laughs> yeah um and i think though the thing that i wanted to, to to share about stories is that for me i i use it a lot as a way to kind of just create more like you know it's like if you're making like a cupcake you have like you know you have you have your main cake be like the carousels the frosting is like the reels to kind of add some flavor like the stories is like the sprinkles on top like the little little Mm -hmm. colorful things that you can share about your personality about what you believe about what you do that isn't straight relevant to the content but it is relevant Mm -hmm. to your identity as a creator oh yeah um because people follow you not just for your content but who you are they need to know like and trust you it's just like the content the content guidance lines is like mm-hmm. you want to create content so people know, like, and trust you to do whatever, like follow you, buy your yep. stuff, whatever. Um, so I use stories to really lean into the fact that I'm a dad, what I'm doing every day, like the fact that I like wake up early, um, the music that I listen to, things that I like to eat, like anything. Like sometimes people talk mm-hmm. to me, they're like, what's your favorite anime? Like based on the sticker and I'll share like, oh, I like this type of anime. And they're like, well, he watches anime. I'm not like a huge anime fan, but I have watch anime or like anything or like you post your football team and the people who hate your football team will message you back like it's it creates either this attraction aspect or polarization aspect and i know people are scared to polarize people but the one thing is you don't you really don't need people to follow you if they don't like you it's just correct it doesn't really add anything to them and it doesn't really add anything to your energy so it might as well just kind of start leaking things that might people might make people say like, oh, I know this person isn't for me. That way you can kind of filter out, um, you know, the good from the bad and you can kind of create yeah. a more like quote unquote loyal audience um, versus people who mm-hmm. are just like fair weather fans, if you will. Um, so yeah, people talk to me about this all the time in the DMs. They're like, why do you, I thought your audience is this. And why do you want some people not to be there? I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't yeah. create a loyal fan base. It's not my target audience. My target audience is someone who also relates to my content. Yeah. And the other thing too is if you keep leading on the, these people to think that you're you're going to create stuff for them and you're actually not, like it's that's kind of dis, dis, dishonest to them too. 
Like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I'm pretty sure I lost a lot of Capture One users because I make these little jokes here and there. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to weed out those people who are selfish and just say, like, please make a Capture One tutorial or who want to tell me every day that you really should be using Capture One. Like, I don't need that energy in my life. So I will I will spread little jokes here and there every day if I can make sure it protects me from that. That's just the truth. And like, yeah, Lightroom and, vibes and, and only. I, I've been making a, a huge effort to go on record. I do not hate Capture One. I just hate that there's a specific toxic relationship or from their fan base that treats people who don't use the yep. software that they like to use as like the enemy. Um, it's, it's almost similar to like the Sony, the Sony fan thing. See, that's another people that I might, I might, I polarize, but it's one of those things yep. where if you have to go out and get mad at people who don't use the stuff that you don't want to use or that you want people to use, then I don't need I don't need you guys to be in my community because you're gonna tear mm-hmm. down the other people who are learning. So that that's that's kind of you're also protecting yeah. your own fan base too, from from getting under this heat. Yeah, and that's how you build a loyal fan base that people that will engage and share your content too, um, because yeah. it weeds yeah. out the people who don't want to engage with your content. Or yeah, I, I mean I lose followers every day, and probably because of my stories, and that's okay because I. <laughs> I tell people every time I it's better to have lower followership but loyal quality followership quality audience than a quantity of audience. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So we should. Uh, I think now is the time to go into. Dang, I keep dropping my phone. <laughs> uh, some some actionable tips so that uh, people can realize the power of Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So. Not that I'm so my first one actionable tip is a show up at least once a day. It doesn't have to be like uh like crazy. Just take a photo, like a thought of the day, or even just getting people to engage with your story, whether that's a poll, questions and all that. Um if you have a low followership and you want to do questions, uh write questions down, answer them. It gets people going. Like sometimes when a question yeah. And this is for the accounts that I manage. Some people don't ask questions. So what I do is I write like three to five answer them. And because of that, some people that I saw that passed that question earlier, they go back and ask questions later because yeah, they yeah, say, yeah, oh, yeah. other people are actually like doing this. So they it gets people going. So if you're not... Yeah, because if, if I think if you share one question, then people are like, oh, he's going to yeah. answer. Like, yeah, usually that's what how I it works for me too. Yeah, so actually Reggie's the one that writes all the Capture One stuff. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Um, Which one? For the wait, what are you talking, for the but, memes? No, on your questions, you always get one oh, capture no, 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 one no, no, no. person every nah, single time. Not it's not Reggie. That's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I posted a story reply to like somebody asked, "Does Fujifilm film simula- film simulations affect the RAWs?" And I said no, because the most accurate answer is no, is they no. do not. But people are like, "But you can open up a capture one, and then it, sh- it applies it automatically." I'm like, "Yes, that's true." but it does not affect the raw. This is a no. feature of the software. And then people are like, oh, but in Lightroom, you can open the profile. I'm like, yes, but it does not affect the raw. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm trying to be as accurate to this person's question. But uh, We get a look into like Reggie's DMs yes, right yes. now. It's frustrating yeah. sometimes because I I, it's I, polarizing. I always um, want to, to turn off my DM replies based on my stories because I get too much crazy. It's I think the one thing is a lot of people, you'll notice if you become a, a content creator and you create stories to reply to other people, 
people will respond trying to help that person, but they respond to you as if like you're going to go reshare it. Like that's usually not how it works because I don't even yeah. know who's asking the question most of the time. I'm just replying to it. And then somebody's like, oh, but this yeah. is the real answer. I'm like, sure, but I, how do you want me to send that to them? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, also, yeah. I want, I want to take, this is like, like actionable, actionable tip 1.5, but follow this guy named Danny Allen Page. He is like, he's in the UK yes. or something, but he is literally the Instagram 100%. story king. He's the OG. If you see anybody has a lesson on he how is. to use Instagram stories, I'm pretty sure they 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 learned the content from him. That guy, he shows up on Instagram stories all the time. He coaches businesses yep. specifically on creating Instagram stories to create business leads. But he overall is just... I learned all my stuff from Instagram stories and like what I might do yeah. or different angles to do um, from him. And he also even mm-hmm. has this seven day challenge that he created before. And it really helped me when I, when I took upon that challenge. Yeah. And the thing with him, I, I kind of want to add this. He, bef- before he didn't like being on camera. And so he yeah. F- yeah. tried to challenge himself on how to show up on stories is that he walked down uh, London Bridge which is like filled with people. And he just filmed himself from one corner, from one end to the other, walking, filming a story, and that, no one noticed tr- him. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's how he got himself <laughs> into oh. doing stories. It's because yeah, he yeah. just filmed like a vlog style from one end to the other. And he, I heard this in a podcast, and he like, he just filmed it, and he was like, no one cares. And that's how he started doing it. No, no, yeah. No one really cares. And that kind of leads into my actual tip is just take a risk, because it really does, it just expires in 24 yeah. hours. So if you can live with it for 24 hours, it'll be okay. Yep. So there's, there's a, you can show your face and just start, you know, talking and whatever, share about your day, share about your process. Uh, if you're very cautious about curating your feed, this is where you share the crappy photo of your coffee mm-hmm. cup. You know what I mean? Like the, this is like the new, like old it's Instagram where old people, Instagram. yeah, we're used to put like pet photos and all that stuff. Um, and then the other thing too is if you're going to, I, I use it a lot to kind of just share rants. Like I feel like mm-hmm. part of my, part of what I want to share with my audience is the true experience of doing what I do as a dad, as a content creator, as a photographer. So I will go out and share my frustrations that I have with other people, other relationships or whatever um, to the privacy of protecting other people, but I'll share like how it impacts me. And some people don't like it. Some people do like it, but it's one of those things where at the end of the day, it expires in 24 hours. So it's all good like don't really worry um but if you want to experiment with sharing your voice testing out ideas uh with more you know a bigger pool of audience or whatever like instagram stories is probably one of the best ways to test things and to experiment with strengthening your voice just in general it's probably the most powerful experimentation Mm -hmm. tool to build content creator confidence because again it expires in 24 hours or if you really want to delete it just delete it sometimes i'll delete it like if if i post something and every single response i get is negative it's not because i'll delete it not because i don't want to deal with those responses but it's one of those things where i already know what how people believe and if it if it's making my mood go down then i'm like okay this was not worth (laughs) this is not worth putting up there because i'm just gonna be in a, a crappy mood toward the end of the day um they ha- they have valid opinions mm-hmm. but it's it's not worth me spending the energy yeah to argue with all these people because that's sometimes stories will make people just want right. to argue with you and it's yeah. up to you if you want to 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 take that up yeah <laughs> depends on the day 
<laughs> the other thing that Reggie does, this is 2.5, is getting um, uh, content. Like, this is how you create content, yeah, is you yeah. use polls. Like, what oh, yeah, should yes, I post yes, tomorrow? Yes, yes. Which, what or you, you can make people vote. It's the one, like, sometimes that will make people vote on which yeah. one they should do. Yeah, and a lot of content creators actually use this and utilize this so that you know what people will engage with. It's a good way to test the waters for the content that you're going to yeah, create. Yeah. Not that you should. So you don't waste. So you don't waste a lot of time, yeah. basically. Yeah, for con- content creators like us who like spend hours on carousels, it, it it makes a big difference. Yeah, or I mean, and I think since there's a lot of people who are like business owners, if you have a new service, a new product, a new type of editing look or whatever, you can use this to test on your previous clients or follower base to see if mm-hmm. they're interested. Like if you like uh, are a restaurant and you're testing a new like a dish idea, like if you feel like you have, yep. your audience is a good pulse of your customer base, then say like, which dish would you be interested in more? Show pictures, show the names or whatever. And then it will kind of give yeah. you kind of a testing ground of like if you're trying to weed through like 10 different ideas, maybe it will help go down to like two ideas and then you can field test those ones rather than yeah. trying to go down a route that no one has any interest in whatsoever. Yep. Exactly. And so let's go into the next actionable tip, which is using hashtags and um, call to actions uh, in your stories. So uh, hashtags, you can use, I think, up to 10. And how you can use it is when you create your uh, new post, um, sometimes I hashtag it, sometimes I don't. I've seen a lot of creators who hashtag it and you can either hide it behind that post or or something because what happens is that there's people that follow hashtags and the uh, hashtags that they follow will show stories will show up. So certain things that you follow, they'll have a story block on it and it shows up on your story sometimes. So the stories will show up. Um, I used to, and it used to show oh, up in some of my that. story feed. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's showing up in other people's stories. Um, yeah. And so the other thing is tag hashtags? locations, tag <laughs> all these things because you can get featured in those oh, okay. uh, location hashtags and it sometimes shows up on people's stuff. Got so, it. yeah. It. But I think the strongest one would be the call to actions. So getting people to share your story to other people um, and also creating stories that is shareable. The main things that get shared the most, mm-hmm. I think, are memes. I We don't have analytics but I think it gets people to like, that's the most thing. When I go through someone's stories and I see a meme that's like hilarious, I just share it to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll reshare that too. Yeah. I'll, I'll like yeah. send it to my, to my wife if I see something funny or like, oh, look at that. Like, that's all it is. Like my, my DMs with like my actual, like just my normal friends, not content creator friends are just me sh- yep. sharing memes over and over and over. Like my, my little sister-in-law, she's a, she's a graphic designer. So I just send her graphic design memes all day. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is. It's like call to action, sharing stories to like friends and all that is strong. And then the other bonus tip that I have is that, um, okay, we're going to reveal it now, is that uh, Reels views count in story views. So if your Reels get posted on your stories, the views get up there as well as part of your Reels views. Yeah. So And then going to the call to action thing. So if you don't know what a call to action is, it's literally asking somebody directly with words or text on the screen to do something. And what I've been doing is... um, like I've been pumping people up on my reels. Like if it's almost to like 50,000, I'm like, Hey, if this helped you, please reshare it to your own stories. Yeah. That's literally the call to action. And it's being mm-hmm. shared to other people's stories. So it's 
multiplying the network that gets seen, which ups exactly. the real views, and then it changes it. Because if I if if I share a story, like let's just test it right now for those people who are in the podcast, it is going to be the reel that says fifteen seconds composition tips leading lines. Um, that's at mm-hmm. nineteen point eight thousand views. So, um, but it's it's it hasn't broke twenty yet. So I'll share it to my story and say. This one's almost yeah. hit 20,000. Please reshare it and then we'll see if it breaks 20,000. If you go to my, if you're listening to this podcast and it's yep. past 20,000, that's because of yeah. the story. So Exactly. And what's our last actionable tip, Reggie? Um, My last actual tip is to just try to create conversation. So create, to, to post things in your stories that will um, generate a response via direct message. Like mm-hmm. you could go as many ways. You can get people to dis- disagree with you. You can create it write something inspirational or whatever but um i've noticed that the algorithm for instagram stories works two different ways if you reshare it um that's probably the most one of the most powerful ways that it's going to boost that story post yeah or if people are messaging you back i've noticed that that will happen so for example if i post mm-hmm. something that a troll like made fun of me and people's like oh it's so good bro like i'll get like a lot of those messages and that story yeah. will go boost in views like every single time i post like a troll rant um that usually gets boosted high because people are messaging me in response either to get over it or it's okay like they'll, they'll message something and i'm not doing that as a tactic but it's just something that i've noticed based on just empirical data like evidence like those those posts were always the most performing because i was getting so many responses via yeah. dm but yeah that i mean it create conversation and uh gets people talking so yeah it's good and it boosts it boosts your content and your account so show up in your stories take a risk and use call to actions so that is why instagram stories are powerful but the thing that you have to do is just show up one, once a day, take a risk, use call to actions, and create a conversation. So that's our episode for today. Um, Reggie, how can people find us? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at ReggieBPhoto, and I have every other single account linked on there. You can also find me on YouTube, um, youtube.com slash ReggieBalesteros. And my name is Iram at IramDPhoto on Instagram, TikTok, and yeah. That's it for today. See y'all next week.